0: Hello to all you doinks out there and welcome back to another episode of Doinked with myself, Josh and Michaela. We're going over everything that is entering the NBA mm-hmm. and NHL finals as well as a little bit of MLB news. <laughs> Kick to the dick. Yeah. <laughs> and we were going to be going over what happened this past weekend in, in the WWE. WWE and in AEW. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Little Unfortunately, bit. AEW is not something I could give two shakes of a rat's tail about, because to me, they're just an indie promotion, whereas the WWE is the pinnacle of the product. Of it's the, the, product. the pinnacle yeah.
1: of professional wrestling. Night of yes.
0: Champions. Night of Champions happened. Uh, Battleground happened in our backyard, yep. Ole Massachusetts, which was awesome.
1: Apparently, there was a fucking banger of a five-star that happened there, and I didn't watch it. Oh, man,
0: <laughs> dude. I watch, How's this? I watched both <laughs> events twice. Damn. They were both really United good. Champions
1: was really yeah. really good. Yeah. We'll get into that one. Um I haven't watched Battleground oh, yet. Man. I really want to. I just haven't sat down and watched the 3
0: hours. Between the opening match of the night and Ilya versus So the Dijak, opener was the triple was threat. Was a triple threat. That triple threat. I heard threat that was match was a banger. Fucking un- unbelievable. And then Ilya versus uh Dijack. Dijack was vicious. <laughs> just vicious almost as vicious as how bad Oakland is right now. But that's anyway, that's to a topic a to f- that's put a, it in there. <laughs> yeah, that's a topic for when we get to the Major League Baseball currently, but uh But let's hit uh let's hit playoff home- finals. Yes, let's hit Um, what happened in our hometown area just yesterday.
1: Game 7s at TD Garden against South Florida teams just don't fucking go our way.
0: At least this one didn't go into overtime, right? You're right. (laughs) True.
1: I know. Had me at the edge of my seat. We knew from the fucking 16 seconds into this game how it was going to go.
2: Very true. I'll let
1: let Lady Basketball take over here.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, Josh alluded to it. um, And within the first 16 seconds, uh, Tatum was going for a layup, and he landed um, on someone's (laughs) leg and twisted his ankle and that. That's all she wrote. The score was 0-0 zero, zero at this point. Yeah. It was zero
1: fucking zero. It's
2: just, it's tough because then at that point, all the energy was kind of gone for the room and everyone knew that it wasn't going to be a great, great outcome and that's that's what happened. And you know what? It's okay because I think we all said the last time we were here, they're like, we, were, we all thought that they were going to get swept.
1: Last time we were here, they were 3-0 down.
2: Yeah. And we were all like, oh, they're done. So, I mean, it just took a couple of our extra games. Um, to make it hurt more, but I mean,
1: but we tuckered out the heat, so now Denver can go sweep them.
2: I, not necessarily. <laughs> I think we've shown that sometimes sitting after uh, the last time a long break, a
0: Denver team had to sit and wait for for someone to come and face them after a sweep was the Rockies waiting on the Red Sox, and what happened?
1: That's right. The Sox won that series in a sweep. That was two thousand and seven. I think so.
0: Yeah, it was the second World Series, wasn't the first World. Was yeah. was
1: it? Because 2004 was the, the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yep. Yes.
0: 2007 was the Rockies, was and the Rockies were the hottest team in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. They were go- they were tearing through everybody, and then they sat and they waited.
2: So, because it's not a good
3: thing sometimes.
0: It's not a good thing to get that type of rest. That's... Exactly, you get rest. But at least but... Denver doesn't have to play a
1: Boston team this time.
0: No, exactly. True. not have to play a Boston team, and they're they're playing an eight seed, so one of only two eight seeds to ever make the NBA finals. Yep.
2: And this is the first time a playing team Has because. Made... it's made the finals. Actually,
1: a yeah. two-game play-in team because they lost their first play-in game against the Hawks, who got beaten six. Was it five or six by
0: the Celtics?
2: Five.
0: Yeah, it was a quick series. Yeah. yeah,
2: it was a gentleman's sweep. It wasn't, yeah. And then, but you know what? So here's the thing. Everyone, the thing is, is we should, there's a lot of questions going into the off-season, but with Tatum's injury, because we were talking about it, We shouldn't I don't say we should not look that deep into the game, but when your unequivocal number one on your team gets injured in the first twenty seconds, one, sucks the air out of the room, he couldn't play on offense that great and he's great at driving. He couldn't do that. And then also on defense it slows him down even more. Brown obviously had a shit shooting night and then Kayla Martin went off and then just we really couldn't figure out Miami's defense. And we really haven't been able to. And, you know, we just I just wish it wasn't a, a blowout because that kind of hurt because you came back three down and then you get fucking blown out in game seven in your home court. So it, it was rough. It was rough. But
0: I mean, personally, even if they had won the series, I don't know why everyone would have been so happy about <laughs> it. You were a two seed going against an eight. Yeah. There's No reason why you should have ever been down three. 0 to be. Yeah. There's no
1: reason it should have taken seven.
0: Yes. Like. Like this should have been kind of like almost a reverse situation. Like, yeah, as the two, you should have been taking over this series. You Easily. should have been able to have your way with an eight. Mm-hmm. The fact this this eight isn't playing like an eight. No, like we've said, they knocked out the one. Yep, minus Giannis, that's huge. One hundred percent. Yeah, Giannis is in that series. It's a different series. We're looking at different teams playing at this point in the season. Agreed. It's just yeah. the facts. Um, they then had a quick series against the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. They went through the Knicks pretty quickly. And then they had this battle with the Celtics. But the issue is the Celtics should never have been down 3 nothing to the Heat. It mm-hmm. shouldn't have been. I'm sorry. Any team that's of any substance who is a 2-seed should not be down to a lesser seed that way. Mm-hmm. And we can say the same thing in hockey. How is the wild card 2 in the east in the Stanley Cup Finals.
1: When you look at how stacked the East was, how busy the East was.
2: The records that we broke. <clears throat> I mean, it's 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 essentially the same situation. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had... Florida team, game seven, down to the, the last seed, you lose, and now both teams are in the finals of respective championships. The,
1: the best team, the best regular season hockey team ever loses in seven. The Cinderella story... Got out of the first round, Toronto Maple Leafs. What was that, six? Yep. Five-game series, whatever it was. Then the Carolina Hurricane, who have arguably been one of the best teams in the last five years in the NHL, swept. Yeah. By an eight-seed Florida Panthers team, who barely fucking squeaked in. I saw a stat, and I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but if a random Thursday night game between the Chicago Blackhawks and the Pittsburgh Penguins went a different, went a different, way. different yep. way.
0: You'd have Pittsburgh in the playoffs and Florida out.
1: Yes. Yep. And a Pittsburgh, 5-2 finish when the Chicago Blackhawks, which made them the second shot for the number one pick, number one mm-hmm. pick which then they would have gotten, what's the
0: kid's name? Oh, the one that everyone's clamoring for, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, the entire season flipped on one game.
1: And now the Florida Panthers are going to their... Going to first
0: first Stanley Cup final. No, yep. they've been to one. Oh, that's Wait. right. They lost to Colorado. They lost to Colorado in 97.
1: Their second ever. Yes. And their chance to win their first cup.
0: Correct. And Making up for last season. Vegas is going to their second ever in six seasons. We're just still Going crazy for their first up. ever. After they knocked out Dallas. After they were up 3-0. <laughs> they were up 3-0, And then they let Dallas, Dallas come back. 3-2. 3-2. And then they
3: blew them and out. And
1: then they just absolutely... It was gross. Said you know what? Yesterday was gross. Let's we, uh, play how we are. Let's play like the team we are. Was it and yesterday? Or was it nothing.
0: Sunday? Sunday? No, it was last no, night. It was
1: last, oh, night.
3: Was last night. Both series okay. ended last night. The okay. Celtics series just, and the night series. I,
0: I just knew it was three nothing after the first. And then I looked at the final score it was six nothing. I was like,
3: yeah. Like, I right, turned it on five minutes into that.
1: the game and it was one nothing. I was like, ooh, nice. I like this. And then I changed <laughs> it to the Celtics game and I should have put it back, but I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just um. So, I mean. Just just so we're clear, my Stanley Cup champion is still alive. Yeah, mine's not. <laughs> nope. Came out of the right series, though, so True. I can give you that much. I mean, if after
2: you're... after the Bruins were knocked out, I decided to follow the night, So
1: After the so Bruins were out, what I did you... had you know, the Rangers, interest. New York right? Rangers who yeah. <laughs> got knocked out the next fucking night. And then Meredith had the Kraken and they, and they... fucking lost to Dallas.
2: Yeah, it's all right. Hey, it's been rough. It's been rough. Hey,
1: the knights went six against Dallas. If it was the Kraken, it probably would have gone four. <laughs> so, safe to say. Um, but no, I was gonna go back to the the basketball game last night. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was in watching it, and it was like end of the first. So we were down what six, seven. seven?
2: Oh, Scored fifteen. Points. I go into
1: the bathroom brush my teeth whatever i come back in and we're losing by 15 i'm like yep that's it click it was 30 38 21 38 23 or something like that
2: when i got a bleacher report notification oh shot has heat going up by 21 in the third quarter i'm like okay time to stop following this junk <laughs> I, cuz i i was i saw them they were down 10 at half no um they were down where were they down They were down less than 10 at half and I was like, "Oh, okay." Okay. So this is good cuz we were down by like 15 or whatever. This is good. And then when that notification came up, I'm like, "Okay. Game's over." But it's, you know what? That's how shit goes sometimes.
0: Welcome to being an Oakland Athletics fan. You know. But my team won yesterday. They did. We did. won after losing 11 in a row by a combined score of 59 to 11. But we won yesterday. That's all that matters. Seven to three, seven down. to two. Seven to two over Atlanta with a former Oakland A. Two former Oakland A's on there. Sean Murphy and uh, uh Matt Olson. So I mean I can at least watch some of the um former Oakland A's have good years this year. Sonny Gray's leading the majors mm-hmm. in the ERA. He's pitching like a fucking nut. He's unbelievable right now. Um Liam Hendricks mm-hmm. just came back from yeah. his uh his battle with non Hodgkin's lymphoma. Mm-hmm. Um didn't go as planned, but no. he did come back. That's, hey, that's the first st- pitch that's strike, we'll take it. Yep. <laughs> and everything then that fucking was... eighteen ERA in one inning. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the fact that he's back.
0: The fact exactly. Yeah. He's then, pitching
1: in the mages, which correct. is what he's always wanted to do. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Matt Chapman's having a good year. Matt Olson's having a good year. <laughs> so I mean I can root for those XAs because there's nothing else to look forward to. Eleven and forty five. It is clear that the biggest problem with this team is the pitching. Not necessarily the hitting. Yeah. Because the amount of runs that we give up is appalling. It's It's appalling. So
1: I just saw a tweet. Okay. Or it was an Instagram post of a tweet. Okay. By Talking Baseball. Oh, Jesus Christ. You've seen them before. Yeah. Despite being just 16 years old, the Padres have promoted prospect Ethan Salas to low A. This kid's 16 playing in an MILB team. This motherfucker's 16.
0: Whoa. This is like
1: premiership. Hey,
0: that's like levels. That's what minor league's supposed to be, though. And they, exactly, they can, they can have you still that in long? high
2: school. Yeah. I just didn't know they had, I thought maybe there was like age restrictions, and, like the NBA kind of no, has. You,
0: you get drafted by and the league. You, like, they can put hmm. you in the ball. And wow. Ball. The thing is, is once you sign a contract, you can't go to college. Because you have an agent, yeah. That's it. So his there is no college career for this kid. He's gonna wow. he's he's banking on being a major league baseball player. Yeah, what it is. <sighs>
2: Holy shit, that is crazy.
0: Um, I wouldn't say nothing else
1: crazy happened in baseball yesterday except for Aaron Judge is a fucking nut.
2: Oh, him robbing <laughs> that, robbing the that. The rob.
1: I think he had a homer that game yeah, too. He had another homer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. It, it, it... It's just gross. Just gross. Wins. There's a pitcher in the majors with eight wins. Oakland has 11. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Wait, which pitcher has eight wins? Uh, From the Rays, McAllen. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. There's another guy in the Rays with seven. He's Uh, probably going to win eight tonight. Hey, look, former Red Sox, Evaldi. He has seven. Yeah. That puts a smile on my face. I love seeing (laughs) Red Sox fans cry. (laughs) I know. I'm
1: so mad that Nate's gone. (laughs) Buddy's on my
0: fantasy team. Uh. Any ace on your fantasy team?
1: Nope. nope. I have Joe Ryan, who's seven and one.
2: Hey, you tried to recruit Josh Mayer,
1: who's
0: two and two. But um, <laughs> supposed to be one of the best pitchers in the league. No, it's it's. Sandy Alcantara I, is two and five. I am honestly very interested to see how low this can really go for Oakland. How and I've said this. I have said this how repeatedly, every episode on this podcast since we started talking a little bit of baseball. Mm-hmm. How porous can this team? Truly, get, and I think the my favorite stat that we came up with today was when we combined hits and walks for Oakland versus the second worst team in majors, and it was some. So it was Oak, like the it lo- was eight
1: hundred four to seven nineteen. Yes, yes. eighty five difference.
0: There's an eighty five difference in walks and hits total between Oakland and St. Louis. That in a nine inning game, that is nine walks and hits. Per inning, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> and think this is about- as an ace fan. So imagine if you want to, and if you want to, and put some depression on you. Maybe look at those stats. If you and ever, then if you're an ace if, fan,
0: if you ever, as a sports fan, have a team that's this paltry, I don't even think the 0 16 Lions and Browns were this bad. At least they were
1: competitive. In I think some there were games, games
0: that were yeah. they were competitive. Dude, this is going to be over 162 games. This is over the entirety of a summer. Imagine spending your summer vacation like bedridden with ass crabs. That's the equivalent of this.
2: I saw I saw a video of a guy who is an A's fan and we know what the park is looking like, how there's oh, the very, parks. very few fans. And this guy was like, do you see how we're performing this year? Because there's a woman who was going around this, who worked for the stadium, actually checking people's tickets, even though there was like less than 40 people in the stadium. And he was like, do you not know how many wins we have? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry, friend. Do you
0: really think that I would sneak in? I'd print up a fake ticket and go for it. They
2: should be happy that people would want to sneak in. Well, be happy
0: that people are there. I told you guys about, I think I said on the podcast about the, the petition going around by fans in Oakland who are trying to fill the stadium for oh, a yeah, game yeah. this year yep. to show the show the ownership group. Has hey, it doesn't day, matter.
2: The day's coming up, or is it? I already- don't know
0: when it's supposed to be. I haven't really looked into the petition because mm-hmm. I haven't signed it. Because I'm nowhere. I'm not going to go over to. I mean, if it's later in the summer, I might consider actually going to Oakland for this. Mm-hmm. But if it's going to be coming up soon, I can't, I can't take the time off of work. Yeah. But no, to show the ownership group, hey, you're making a mistake taking this team out of Oakland. We're willing to fill this stadium. You just got to put it. Team out there that's not kind of put some effort it's into not it. Yeah, going to play against sixteen-year-olds and get beat. There's fucking
1: double A and single A no, teams that even... are selling better, more tickets.
0: The
2: Savannah Bananas are out here. The selling... Portland,
0: the Portland Sea Dogs
1: are filling their stadium, which yeah. is five thousand, six thousand people.
2: Like if you put in an effort, then the fans are going to put in an effort.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's bad. It's really bad. Like, you go through statistics here. Pitching statistics. Oakland is the worst. The worst in every single pitching statistic, I believe, in the majors this year. ERA. Check. Wins? Yeah. Check. Strikeouts. No, they are not the worst in strikeouts. They're in the bottom seven, though. So, there's something. Walks hits per inning? Yes. Worst. Saves? Yes. Worst. Batting average against? Yes. Worst. Innings pitched? Oh, it doesn't even fucking matter. Complete games, we don't have any. Games, doesn't matter. Losses, worst. Save opportunities, does it really fucking matter? We're probably the worst.
2: But my thing no, is- No, we're not. Is,
0: the Cubs are. Wow. With, we've had 14 save opportunities. So it means we've blown three games. That's with awesome. Oakland
2: dumping all these players who are succeeding in other places and star players, but what is their goal?
0: Like, are they really trying to like- I don't know what their goal is. That's it's, what I'm saying. Like, when you think of teams who are- I, you know, I've went through this with Oakland before mm-hmm. as a fan. It's never been this bad. Yeah. I get cuz the, so the issue is is Oakland is a small market team. So it mm-hmm. cannot afford when the ownership group isn't willing to dump more money into it yeah. to go over like the luxury tax threshold like the Dodgers do, like the Red Sox do, like the Yankees do. Like yeah. Atlanta's going to have problems within a few years, but Atlanta's got that new stadium. So what ends up happening is when these players start asking for these big contracts, they can't afford to retain them, mm-hmm. so they have to get rid of their services through trades and hope that the talent pool that they bring back, the young talent that they're scouting, is equivalent enough to then hopefully in four years be a competitive team. And we're seeing that. We are seeing that with the hitting on Oakland's roster. Yeah. I mean, we already went over it, I believe, last week.
2: Yeah, with, with the rookies that you with, guys with have. the
0: <clears throat> rookies that Oakland has. Um batting. Yeah, Ruiz and Rooker. Mm-hmm. They both have in decent years. Rooker has 32 RBIs and 11 home runs. Um, he leads the team in slugging and on-base plus slugging. And then you have Ruiz, who has um, a two seventy three batting average and I believe...
1: He leads the league in stolen. Yeah, leads mm-hmm.
0: the league in stolen bases. So, it's, it's just one of those things where we have young talent, but Oakland's issue is not their hitting right now. It's their, it's their pitching.
2: So, but what's my thing is, is like, yeah, you got rid of a lot of this talent because you couldn't hold on to them. But now that you don't have anyone, what's holding you back from going to at least try to find a trade for a decent pitcher or in the offseason, finding a free agent who you could bring in?
0: We did sign a free agent, and he takes up like 30% of our salary cap, and he's on the 60 day DL or the 90 day yeah. DL. So, w- <laughs> It is what it is. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can really do. Um. The team's just—they're not spending. They're not going to spend either. They're not going to spend because they're not going to stay in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And once they get the new stadium and they get all the new money <laughs> and they get moved or whatever, it's, let's see if they put a better product on the field. Because it's hard to watch. It's it's just yeah. it's hard to watch as a, as a as a baseball fan to see the product that's being put out there. I mean, you have to laugh at some of the shit that happens, like Oakland lining into that double play with a first baseman standing on the bag and the line drive goes right to him and he yeah. catches it with his foot on the bag so this way he doubles him up. Like, you yeah. just have to watch things like that. But then you see little glimmers of hope, like when Ramon Laureano throws the guy out by like 30 feet at third base because mm-hmm. the guy tags up on him. Like, you see the talent that the team has, but when you're down 11 nothing in a game, what are you supposed to do? Like, seriously, what are you supposed to do? At that point, the other team's completely in control. Yeah. They can go and throw out relief pitcher after relief pitcher just getting matchups that they want. Mm-hmm. They want lefty versus lefty. They want righty versus righty. At this point, the umpires are looking at an 11-0 game like, yeah, everything's a fucking strike at this point. I don't care how big the strike zone is. Strike, 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 strike. I want to get the fuck out of here. Strike, strike. Angel Hernandez looks like a superstar. <laughs> so, I told you guys it were going to be so much worse than Boston. No. No. Nobody fucking believed me.
2: In fairness, I don't think anyone expected
0: this bad. I told you guys it was going to be this bad. Maybe
2: you did. I knew it. You. 100%. But,
0: do you, I couldn't imagine he, numbers He doesn't bad. just
1: have an in with the WWE. He has an in with the script writers of the MLB, okay?
0: I, I, I called <clears throat> it that they were going to lose at least 112 games this year which means we are going to win 50. They're not going to win 50. They're not no. going to win 50 games this not, year. No,
2: not at this rate.
0: They might be lucky if they win 30.
1: Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah. Like a hot streak for them is to win one game after losing 11 in a row. Shit. If they I wonder what the odds right now is if I went to if I went to the sports book in Rhode Island, I wonder what the odds would be if I put $100 down on them to beat Atlanta tonight to win two in a row. I wonder how much money I'd get back in return. Hmm. I was going to say, you're going to draft kings? I'm going to draft right now. <laughs> We're both like... I wonder okay. if it's even worth like a $50 risk right now.
1: MLB.
2: We are currently finding out these MLB. odds, my friends.
1: So, the Oakland Athletics plus. Are, are plus plus are 215 to win outright Um, over the Atlanta Braves. Plus 215. Yeah. So if I was to put a $5 bet. Uh, so $50 bet, it pays out that 50 plus an additional 157 It's ridiculous, dude. Damn. And that's a money line. If yeah. If you do the plus one and a half,
2: it's plus 135.
0: It's plus 135. I bet you know all the team's even close.
1: Um, Nationals plus 245 to beat the Dodgers.
0: Okay, that's the fucking Dodgers. Who's pitching tonight for the Dodgers? Kershaw? Uh,
1: Tony Goslin. Okay. Uh, Gonsolin. Okay. Um, and the Nationals are one of the worst teams in the world. The Rockies League. are plus yeah. 205 to beat the Diamondbacks with Zach Gallon on the bump.
0: Um, trust me, I wouldn't put money on Oakland tonight. They have a pitcher who's 0-3 right now going as a pitcher who's 3-0. So, I'm not stupid. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I went on my Oakland tangent. I'm done with MLB for the week. Okay, um, moving on to wrestling. 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 Or
1: do you want to just touch on real quick um, that a lot of soccer leagues wrapped up this weekend?
0: Yeah, um, I know Benfica won the league.
1: Benfica won. City, City won. won a couple yep. weeks back. Yep, but and that wrapped up this week.
0: Dortmund locked up too. Didn't they?
1: Bayern won. Really? Dortmund lost.
0: I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to fucking happen. Uh, because Dortmund had a 2 point lead going into the last game of the season Bundesliga and they had to beat um they had to beat
1: Bayern Munich. Mainz. Um Bayern Munich and Dortmund both finished with 71 points. Yep. But
0: Dortmund has the head to head.
1: They had I mean the goal differential yeah, 54 mm-hmm. to 39. Yep. Because, always always plays that way with Dortmund. Because Dortmund drew against Mines 2 2.
0: Fucking beat him. All they had to do was beat him.
1: Yep. And Wait. they were down 2 0. Yeah. After 24. And then scored in the 69th. Nice. <clears throat> minute. And yeah. then the ninety six Nice. Nice for a minute. Uh, but yeah. Yep. So Dortmund.
0: Number two, once again. <laughs> That's really
1: funny. Um, Syria wrapped up a while ago. Um, what's the fucking Liga One in France?
0: Oh, PSG locked yeah. that up. Yeah, PSG <laughs> had that points. Up. Um, but yeah, a lot. A lot of these leagues were over by like the halfway point of the season. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, City took to week thirty-five, but.
0: Hey, that's... Benfica took the very last game of the I know. season. Yep. So good for Benfica, our buddy Tiago, Congratulations. I fucking told him <laughs> that Dalton was going to blow this. <laughs> um, right.
1: Pro-Wasslin. Yes. So I actually just saw something, and I wanted to bring it up. It's the only thing we're going to talk about um, for Impact. But Impact is... Um, oh, does they have something coming up? They have against all odds, okay. which is a their pay per view um, on June 9th. They're introducing an eight four one match.
0: Okay, what is that?
1: It is an eight man tag. So the teams are Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, Heath, and Nick Aldis versus Moose, Mike Bailey, Rich Swan, and PCO. Okay, the winner of that match immediately starts into a fatal four-way match. Oh, Jesus. And the winner of that match gets a challenge for the Impact World title at Slammiversary. Oh, wow. So it's an immediate... So
0: you're basically a team, and then your team... And then your team has to
1: fall apart. Okay. So that's going to cause a little bit of infighting on the teams themselves, not doing tags, not doing hot tags, not trying to save your partners or anything like that.
0: Who is um, Impact
1: Champion right now? Um I can tell you that in one minute. Um it is um Steve Macklin. Okay. Um formerly of um what the fuck was that? Forgotten Sons. Yes. Um also Deanna Pa Deanna Peraza's husband. Um fun fact. But yeah, he just won the title um a couple of weeks ago um he dethroned what the hell was his name i can't remember i don't follow enough impact but yeah i just i was just scrolling and i found that really interesting that's an
0: awesome match concept yeah i think it's pretty cool and the thing is is you don't get a lot of new match concepts in the in the modern um wrestling landscape you know i mean wwe has taken a lot of them um and they have their copyrights, and then AEW has done their good stuff with like the Casino Battle Royale. The casino Battle
1: Royale is fun. The um, um, st- Mayhem st- and the... Stadium the- Stampede yeah. and stuff
0: like that. They've had some fun stuff, but like the idea of coming up with something new is awesome. I like the mm-hmm. idea that um, eight-man tag into a Fatal Fallway into the winner of that becoming the number one contender. I yeah. think it's a, a great way to find out number one contender. ECO, that's formerly EC3, right? P.C.O. P.C.O. Not E.C.O. P.C.O. is...
1: um, He's just known as P.C.O. It's P.C.O. is not human. He's like a zombie wrestler. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Very similar to Luchasaurus.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of him, but that's P.C.O.
0: No, I haven't seen him before.
2: Oh, interesting. Um,
0: There's no way Billy Ray's team comes out.
1: No, I honestly... for me with impact money always goes on moose yeah it's it's hard to go against moose if he's in any match he's like he's your mr favorite. impact
0: yeah he's like he's your hit
1: um he's your like roman yes. your your seth in yep. impact yeah um speaking of you want to get into knight of champions
0: yeah you want to See start it? with a five-star match to open up the entire event
1: that match was really good i had to watch it back again
0: i'm so happy they gave them 30 minutes
1: that match for me at the beginning, and I might have just been watching it a little weird, felt really clunky. That match felt super clunky to me. Like, see, that match felt super smooth to me. I have to. I watched a little bit of it back, and I I saw this. It kind of really smooth out after about five ten minutes, but the beginning segments felt a little clunky to me, and like missed timings, not spots, but missed timings a little bit. Um, I think there was a couple of slips on the um the ropes too. That was like that's very not like them to me. Um but no, the match was fucking incredible.
0: Right outcome. Yeah, yep. it was the right, the it was a right outcome. Yeah. I think it was the right I think it was the right thing that was going to happen. I, I I I like that Seth has the um the belt. I almost thought we were going to get a heel turn on Raw um with Seth, but we didn't. Um, Seth turning heel? Yes. I almost I it, I almost feel like it's naturally coming. Especially with not. him with him being Mr. Hollywood now, yeah. going and doing the movies. It almost writes itself, dude. It almost writes itself.
1: Yeah, it's just a matter of so WWE has been doing this, and I don't know if you realize this. They've been pumping in noise because they want to tell people who's happy, who's face and who's heel. Yeah. They did that on Raw last week um between Bianca or was it on SmackDown?
0: It was on SmackDown.
1: Um, Between Bianca and... Oscar, Asuka. Asuka. They were pumping in cheers for Bianca and pumping in booze for Oscar.
0: Yeah, but WWE's been doing that for a while, and it's one of those things but where... But it's, like, really
1: bad, because you can tell based on the crowd, they're cheering for Asuka, but it's mm-hmm. booze. I, he's so fucking over. I don't... They'd have to do some massive heel turn for to get the entire crowd to turn against no, him. No, I know.
0: Mm-hmm. It... it it's gonna take work. I'm not saying it's gonna be an overnight process. I'm just saying that with the Hollywood persona, you can definitely build to a heel Rollins. Mm-hmm. You can. It'll take time, but I I feel like you can get there. You can get there with Rollins. Yeah, I I feel like it's got it's gotta happen. I think little things need to continue to be planted. Mm-hmm. Um. But you can get there with Rollins. Um, I am happy that he did win the title. Like I said, I think he's the right person to have it. Um, who his first feud is going to be will be very interesting. Dom, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Rhea. It's <laughs> just Rhea. Um, I mean, personally, um, you've already kind of seen like the brand split is kind of already being splintered a little bit. Which is nice. Like you saw AJ was on on mm-hmm. Raw last mm-hmm. night.
1: Yeah.
0: um, Brand split's not going to work. I, no, the brand split works. I think you just need to do it as a soft split. You can't do it as a hard split. I almost feel like there are certain superstars... Like your title holders have to be fluid. They have to be able to move between brands. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It has to work that way. It just means that Rollins is going to be doing double the work because he's going to have to be on both brands. Yeah. But if he doesn't go to both brands, you should almost be able to inv- like almost have people who are going to cross over to both brands. Yeah. Like free it, agents. almost like, like, it. yeah, you've got some free agents, but I'm saying like, does it make sense that AJ Styles is not on, on, on both brands? Like, like have his bullet club stuff on one brand and then have him on another. It makes sense. That's kind of what you did last night. Cause correct. The, the bullet club was not there is
1: on SmackDown. Correct. It was just AJ last night. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. So you can do things like that and you can make it work. Like, we all want to talk about how Sheamus hasn't had a chance for the Intercontinental Championship. How is it that Sheamus can't get screwed out of his run at the North American title, the U.S. title, I should say, and maybe come back after Gunter, Gunter and Imperium? Have the balling, Brawling Brutes just show up on Raw to beat down Imperium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have some fun stuff like that. I think I think that would make sense. Um, I did like all the finishing. I, I loved all the finishing spots in the first match i love that aj styles hit a fucking pedigree yeah that was awesome that is awesome i love how he hit that stuff um i like how every time aj went for one of his signature moves rollins was a step ahead and he was able to reverse it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that reverse superplex into the reverse falcon arrow is one of my favorite spots in all of wrestling right now i love that spot it's incredible Incredible.
1: Um, I like that he was really selling that ankle. I thought he was legit hurt. Oh yeah. But then the match continued, and I was like, "Nah, he's not hurt." No. Um,
0: unlike um, um, Valkyria in the women's match in NXT Battleground. Yeah. She her knee was messed up, but we'll get to that when we talked about mm-hmm. uh, talk Battleground. Uh, what was the second match on the card?
1: Uh, a murder. Gunter Mustafa,
0: it wasn't a murder. That wasn't a squash. That's
1: true. Musta- no, musta- he musta-
0: he did, he did he, get it. They, a- they gave him twelve minutes. Mustafa had um had a near fall with the four fifty. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay.
0: The only murder was Natalia. Yeah. And which was needed. We'll get to that match, but that was needed. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this was a really really well paced and balanced match as well.
1: And it's and it's. The David and Goliath thing. Correct. Would yeah. you do with Gunter a lot, especially on these littler smaller guys? guys. Um, and,
0: and it works because Gunter's a good seller. He's willing <laughs> to sell. For, there's, uh, there has been a lot of recent comparisons, Gunter, Lesnar. Both of these guys are willing to sell when they're willing to sell for the smaller guys, for the wrestlers they're working with. Mm-hmm. And Gunter has proven that mm-hmm. in this match in particular. I haven't seen him with a lot of smaller guys before. Ilya. Yeah, but he. I don't. I mean,
1: Ilya is so much smaller than Gunther than But Gunther. I don't
0: see him as a small guy.
1: No, he's just a fucking sociopath.
0: He's a, yes, he's nuts. <laughs> um, but I don't see him as a small guy. Like I look at Mustafa Ali. Remember, he was in two like high
1: flyers. Yes, like mm-hmm. Ray high Mysterio,
0: fly- like Ricochet. Like he squashed Ricochet to take the belt off of him. Yeah, like that was a squash. There were, there were, that wasn't a match. It was a squash. But um, no, th- this match had a good pacing to it. Mustafa Ali got his offense in. Mm-hmm. There was a spots where it was like, oh, is Mustafa going to come out on top? Blah, blah, blah. You knew they weren't taking the belt off Gunther. Yeah. So it worked out the way it was supposed to. It was a good match. I liked the way it went. I, went, I liked the way it went about everything. It was what I wanted out of the match, personally. What I wanted out of the match.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, the next bout, I'm trying to go through the card in my head right now as we speak. There were. So Seven total matches?
2: Wasn't it Becky versus Trish?
1: Was Becky versus Trish next? I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, because didn't I can't it... remember if there were six or seven bouts.
2: Because wasn't it, I think it was Seth, and then Trish and Becky.
1: Clash of Champions.
2: And then it was Ali and Quinter? 2023.
1: 2023. Nope, that's not the right thing. Night of Champions, 2023. Uh Results. So, Gunter Mustafa was the third match. Oh, okay. okay. The second match was Trish versus Becky.
0: Okay.
2: Because that wasn't a title match. That was just a That, that was, was just a same. straight fight.
1: Grudge yeah. match. Which. Stiff. Very stiff. I absolutely love the addition of Zoe Stark into this storyline. Yes.
0: You have to infuse youth into the storyline. You can't just rely on... Um, Becky who's been a mainstay
1: for ever. 10 years yep,
0: and and Trish who's a hall of famer you can't rely on just them two to carry the story like, you need to infuse something new into it yeah. and you know what the infusion of Zoe introduces now a healthy Lita coming back mm-hmm. and you getting a tag match out yeah. of this and then them losing the tag match i.e. Becky and Lita to a pin by Zoe Stark Zoe Stark. Yeah. Over Lita. Mm -hmm. Like you can build. A new star. With these three ladies. Even if you don't get the three of them. With these two ladies you can build a star. They just can't let. If Becky gets into a match. With Zoe Stark. She cannot just beat her. That would be.
3: Too, too demoralized If she
0: wins, it needs to be because it needs to be a match. It needs to
1: be it needs to be a match, or it needs to be Trish getting involved to the downfall of Zoe, Zoe
0: creating a rift between Zoe and Trish, which mm-hmm. then
1: would be able to set up that feud, Zoe and Trish.
0: You're never going to set up that feud. You don't need that feud. You don't need Zoe and Trish being in a feud. You don't need two heels because Zoe needs to stay heel. That's a problem. You don't. Zoe, Zoe does not portray face whatsoever.
1: She Currently, don't... no.
0: What about Zoe Reed's face? Um, she's not fun like Keenan Carrizaro and um her team Carter. partner, Keenan Carter. She's not fun like them, so that that won't work, right?
1: I'm just thinking that um, what's what's uh
0: Zoe was kind of a face
1: in the start ish of her time in NXT.
0: Yeah, but it it, it fizzled out, and they put it right into into a heel dynamic. That's fair. Um, so I think I think you got to keep her heel, some way, somehow. Just keep things as Zoe Stark as a heel because she reminds me a lot of Basler and Ronda. Rousey. She Ooh. reminds me a lot of them. Yeah, build, look, tenacity, stiffness. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone wants to credit Zoe for busting open Becky, but. It wasn't that. Isn't what busted open Becky? Wasn't it Zoe? It was a stratisfaction. Yeah. Because Becky landed f- face flat on the mat. Mm-hmm. She wasn't bleeding before she went in the ring, and then she she got busted open with the stratisfaction mm-hmm. So, and and what a shine of her, Trish on her yeah. face, the boot print. Poof. Um,
1: so Gunter versus Mustafa was next. Yep, that we'll actually start. went eight and a half minutes. Okay. Um, which I mean fair. Um, Oscar versus Bianca Belair. For the Raw women's title, this turned out how we thought it would. Yep. And I immediately, once she missed the mist again (laughs) at the end, I know I'm skipping through a lot of the match. Once she missed the mist at the end, I was like, don't fucking replay Mania's finish. I thought they were going to do the exact same thing again. No, Uh, I
0: knew they weren't. I knew they weren't.
1: And then she. Oscar's
0: the smart heel. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. She's, she's evolving. Every time that she's making something happen with Bianca, she has learned from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was no way that she was going to lose the same way twice. That's the way I looked at it. And then,
1: again, skipping through to the end, she <laughs> hits the mist on her hand and, and, then, she, and then rakes the eyes during Bianca. the KOD. Yeah. And
0: she sells the mist so so good. She does, but I do have one gripe. Okay. You had Montez Ford ringside. Why didn't he jump over at the end of the match to help his wife out? He was ringside? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yep, they were ringside. Him and Angela Dawkins. You so have him
1: jump and then check like, on play Bianca. It,
0: play it up so much worse. Remember mm-hmm. I said last week, like, have it so this way like she can miss miss. Time because of the mist. Yeah, this way you can build her back for a Summerslam match against her. Mm -hmm. Like have it be an injury,
2: like and not just lose straight out. Yes, yeah,
0: yes. Build it, build it, build it, build it. If you had Montez come out and carry her to the back, the story, the story sells itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: So do they meet again at Money in the Bank, or do they wait until Summerslam to kind of? So like a trilogy type.
0: I think they're gonna have. I think Bianca needs to go into the Money in the Bank match, and she needs to lose. She okay. cannot win the Money in the Bank.
2: Okay.
0: I don't know who should win Money in the Bank yet. I haven't, that, What's nice is we're getting qualifying matches versus just people being thrown into this thing. Yeah. So I'm going to wait until some of the qualifying matches kind of get figured out. Okay. But I think, um, I think Bianca needs to be in the match as far as Money in the Bank is concerned, but not necessarily win the Money in the Bank. Okay. I think she'd be a good person to have within the confines of that ladder match. I think she'd be really strong in that. I agree. Um up next we had
1: a squish. Yeah. Um perfect <laughs> ma- perfect. Rhea either. squished Natalia on
0: her birthday. Yeah. I have no problems with this though. Minute 10, 70 seconds. I think it works. You it does. You needed it though. What tell me tell me a match where Rhea has looked this dominant. She hasn't. There you go. Yeah. And and that's a problem. And, and what is she supposed to be?
1: A fucking eradicator. She's yeah. supposed
0: to be a dominant force. Yep. She needs to go out there and she needs to do this. And not only should she need to do this Natalia, whoever, she, whoever comes out next, she needs to do it again. Yeah, again. She needs to eradicate her opponent. She needs to go in there. Now, we can thank Dom for the <laughs> distraction because yes. he's, he's a scumbag. Yeah. But reapproves Calm, reapproves all her strength in the world just with that riptide. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. She was flat back on the mat. And she she deadlifted her up to give her a riptide. She didn't have her in the position like she normally does, when she flips her over and hits her with the riptide. No, yep. she deadlifted her up and gave her the riptide. I was like, "Holy
2: shit!" It was just weird seeing her completely covered. Just weird,
0: but it, like the black. But color. it worked. It because did because yeah. the way the chains were all put around yeah. and stuff, it worked. And she, I even the taped hands because obviously yeah. you can't show the tattoos. Yeah, a hand, I, Yeah, I like it. I there are times where. Where I feel like less is more, like you don't always need to All the always have yeah. the midriff showing and
3: the clean the ash in, yeah. the, the, the ash
0: cheeks hanging out of your pants. You I don't get always what need that. I like, mean, to me, well, when just she that she was she first she could do a in great
1: NXT, when she had the trunks, and then the more like the white, yeah, the white, um, her like almost white ranger when she was facing off yeah. against um Raquel, yes, and she had like the the obviously the sports bra style top, but mm-hmm. a little bit lower. And it only had a little
0: bit of the mention. She looked like
1: a fucking badass, bro. That's what I
0: mean. No, it makes sense. And honestly, my favorite women's wrestling outfit probably of the last 10 years... Was Becky Lynch's Kill Bill outfit this mm. past weekend? Yeah. It was pretty sick. That was awesome. And Trish Stratus's is a very close second where it says, Thank you, Trish, on the back of her outfit.
2: Yeah. It
1: was
0: Come on, sick. man. And you can't do that when you're just wearing well, a sports bra. Oscar's
1: was fucking dope too. I
0: think it made
2: them not get more creative, but it allowed them to maybe do a little Bigger bit more of those kind canvases. of canvases. Exactly. So uh,
0: I'm going to disagree with you. It did allow them to make them more creative.
2: Well no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It allowed them okay. to be more creative because they didn't just have to go out in the tiniest little top and the tiniest little shorts and then just like
0: Yeah. You know what I, I mean? And I mean it's it, Rhea's got some killer tattoos and they're very showy and they're very yeah. and they work with her eradicator personality. I love her tattoos. I love the yeah. chest tattoo that she added, I love her forearm stuff that she has done. They're all great pieces. But seeing her in those black leather gloves. Seeing her with the chains just hanging around her, and just having that little dom underneath her eye, <laughs> like yeah, like that right, that shit right there is just like a chef's kiss. Seeing Becky Lynch come out dressed like Kill Bill, <sighs> like Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. Natalia's Perfect. Natalia's outfit was amazing. The the one woman who whose attire I've honestly loved the entire time I've watched her from her time in NXT all the way through mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. She makes I her love own love. She has... She She has such style to her outfits. Mm-hmm. It's and it's in, not
1: forced, like, no. Becky and Seth during this, yeah, like, well, whole like, yes, yes, the yeah. fashionista Yes, yeah. the fashionista
0: shit. Big time Bex with the fucking yeah. <laughs> glasses. Like, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is, like, she just... Has a way because she makes her own gear.
0: Yeah, she she it's makes simple her just g-
2: yeah. bedazzles. She makes her gear. She makes it's, montez, it's, montez yeah. and, and
1: Angela's on occasions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's easier. They just have the bottom half, except for Angela. <laughs> but um, no, but yeah, I agree. With the Kill Bill, I I love it. That was probably
0: like I said. That was probably yeah. my f- outside the only one I could say that was close. And I know it's coming from a really shit match, but he, hear me out is Alexa Bliss WrestleMania Fiend versus Randy Orton where she had all the black goo coming down her and mm-hmm. she looked like that murder doll. Like that yeah. was a cool outfit for me as well. I love, I, the way I explain wrestling to people who do not understand why I am a near 40-year-old man who still watches wrestling <laughs> is that these people who do this art, because that's what this is, mm-hmm. this is art, they are stuntmen who get one take. And their take is live True. in front of the world no redos no redos yep they that is why you see these these modern wrestlers like the miz like um john cena like dave batista like dwayne the rock johnson who have been able to transition to hollywood mm-hmm. because that is realistically what we're watching we are watching a, a live movie, yeah. a live performance, mm-hmm. a live sitcom happening yep, exactly. week in and week out on a single take. Mm-hmm. And I have to give credit to Simon Miller. I don't know if you follow him yep. from what culture, but he has basically gotten rid of the term botch. He's like, you shouldn't say that. It's mm-hmm. not It's not right. They're, they're mistakes. They happen. But yeah. they're only given the one opportunity mm-hmm. to do the move that they're going to hit. Mm-hmm. So they might have a slip on... I know we give Shotty real a lot of crap but she she torpedoes her body around like she, her wrestling career might be over in 5 years cuz of the way she abuses the way mm-hmm. she goes around the ring and stuff like that. I mean if you
1: look at another uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Hardy. Yeah. yeah he he made a ton of quote unquote botches Throughout his entire career, mm-hmm. but that's because he threw caution to the wind. He was high yeah. flying everywhere, everywhere off of everything, he and up he was high a... flying.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, he was. But it, I like I I like the the less is more. Yeah, where you. You get these attires, and you're able to do a little bit different with them. Like, and
2: it's it, more about them.
0: Correct. And like, less about... Like, Natalia. Natalia now had two matches in Saudi mm-hmm. Arabia, mm-hmm. and both her outfits have been huge tributes to the Hart f- family, the Hart Foundation, with the big hearts on her and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. The, she had the basically the Bret Hart entrance. She gave the glasses to the little girl yeah. when she was coming down. You know what I mean? So,
1: um, Going back to, like, favorite ring gears, one of my favorites, speaking of Alexa... Um, was her NXT days when she came out like Freddy Krueger Okay. and then all the like the horror characters. Yeah, yeah. And one she had recently was when she had the um the Chucky overalls. Yes. The yeah. bad girls yeah, one. Yeah. Yep. When yeah. she was playing up with that Lily stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Um moving on to a very, very fun match between Brock and Cody. When Cody realized that he could legally use his cast. titanium cast <laughs> to beat the ever living shit out of Brock Lesnar. And he busted Brock
0: open again. Again. Nope. He had a little a little one this time. Like it was basically. I think this... he busted the scab open. Yeah, he hit yeah. the scab is what happened. But um this once goes this goes back to once again Brock Lesnar being willing and able to sell when he wants to sell for mm-hmm. who he wants to sell for. Mm-hmm. Did, was it this past week that John Cena had that interview released where he talks about Brock?
1: I don't remember. I don't know which one you're talking about. I haven't seen it.
0: Oh, man, what an interview. It's only like 27 minutes long or whatever, but they talk about the the is the SummerSlam match? Yep, SummerSlam
1: 2015. Where Suplex City was invented. Yes.
0: Okay, so... 2014. So he talks about that match, and I guess it was Brock and Stone Cold who had talked about how... um. Brock needed to just squash him mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: and Arn Anderson is the person who was one of John Cena's mentors early in WWE and John Cena's like yeah it makes sense we can't have Brock Lesnar go and beat the streak beat the streak and I've said this before and this is why everyone gave me shit as a Brock mark for when Lesnar did beat the streak It's not just the streak that Brock beat. He went and beat the streak. Then he went and destroyed John Cena. So then you're building Brock up even more. Mm -hmm. And what did that do when someone finally beat Brock Lesnar?
1: Made them massive.
0: What did it do to Drew McIntyre Mm -hmm. when he kicked him out of the Royal Rumble?
1: What did it do to Roman Reigns?
0: Exactly.
1: What did it do to Seth Rollins? Seth played off the Beast Slayer for years. Yes.
0: So it's one of these things where... Brock is going to do what is best for the business. Mm -hmm. And another person who has always said this, he passed away way too long ago. He was way too young. But Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Mr. Perfect's the guy who actually trained Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. And there's a thing that I just read today about how he went to Minnesota to meet Brock. And he knew when he saw Brock that he was meant for this business. He knew that he had the size, he had everything, and that he could be something great within this business. Mm-hmm. And you just see it every time Brock has a match where he is... There have been times we've seen Mo- Brock not be invested in a match. We have seen it. But when when he is there and he has an opponent who... Cody's doing all the work here. Mm-hmm. Cody's building everything. Even last night on Monday Night Raw, he's building to the next match. But willing to sell the cast being hit over the head. Yep. Willing to allow Cody to kick out of the F5. Not many people kick out of the F5, and Cody didn't tap. He Cody passed, passed out. out. Mm-hmm. Cody passed out, and he nearly passed out the first time he was in the hold. And then he finally got to the rope, and then he put him back in the kimura after the F5. After Cody kicked out. After Cody kept battling from underneath and underneath and underneath. And Cody hit a couple of um, crossroads. He, hit, he mm-hmm. did, and and. Again, this is just part of Brock's aura. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait for the day when when the next Brock Lesnar comes. I mean, I think I know who the next Brock Lesnar is. We'll get to him. But I cannot wait for the day when the next Brock Lesnar comes. I know exactly who you're talking and about. And, I agree. And, and squashes Brock Lesnar to then take that mantle to mm-hmm. be the next big thing. Because you're going to need it because mm-hmm. as fans were so conditioned for it already which is yeah. great because we've had some we've had so many great matches with brock again break beating the streak suplex city being introduced busts open randy orton hard with some elbow strikes um the wrestlemania match with roman reigns where it turned into a triple threat and mm-hmm. and Rollins stole the championship to Brock then getting the championship back, holding the belt hostage to Cowboy Brock. to
1: um, Returning to beat Bobby to face Roman for the unification yes. match. The SummerSlam match where he flipped the fucking ring yes, that, with that, a track yeah, yeah. Co-
0: Cowboy Brock, yes. Yeah. Like so many great things that he's done in his entire career. And we're not even getting into the first half mm-hmm. of his career where no. you get Kurt Angle we're and Eddie Guerrero. We're talking 2012 Return and Beyond. Yes. Yeah. Like, but... Before his first departure after the Goldberg match. Even the Goldberg stuff was good. And I fucking hate Goldberg. Mm-hmm. I think Goldberg's the most overrated wrestler in history. Fucking, what did they say his streak was? Like 397 and 0? What, did he fucking fight Hugh Morris 27 times in a weekend? Because it's ridiculous. Nothing against Hugh Morris. Hugh Morris is a great wrestler, but...
1: Now that we've... um completely destroyed that match let's uh <laughs> let's move on to the fucking main event
0: did we completely destroy this match
1: <laughs> we went into brock's entire second half of his fucking career yes we did
2: destroy. <laughs> this like, match. are you sure though
0: <laughs> we didn't give cody enough respect cody has cody, earned his respect he's, he's incredible yeah oh my god
1: um but no oh wait
0: you talked about piping in noise they don't pipe in shit for fucking cody no, no.
1: that that wall was natural
0: that was is natural. We're all singing it when uh, Cody, um, Seth Rollins's mm-hmm. music is natural. Yeah, there's a couple of people they have, and John Cena called in the interview. He uh, he mentioned that about Austin Theory.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone fucking hates Theory except for you. Yeah, <laughs> <And
0: he's> like, <laughs> I love fucking Theory. <laughs> I mean, I
1: I enjoy him. I enjoy him as he's a wrestler, necessary. as a character. He is the antithesis
0: of John Cena. Yeah,
2: the Literally. antithesis. Literally.
0: Mm-hmm. Everything you wanted to boo about John Cena 15 years ago. All the ago noise for
2: Austin Theory is just is recordings of Dave. <laughs>
0: who theory is? Yes. All right, main event. What? <laughs> Dude, so there are there are very
1: few matches that I have that I will say I have gotten tired watching. Like drained the energy out of me.
0: Kenny I, have Omega, a, I have to eat a Milky Way to get my energy back to talk about this match. Kenny Omega,
1: <laughs> Kazuchika, Okada, won at Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm, you know I'm not a big NG, New Japan guy.
1: I know. Um, Ilya Volter 1 and 2. Yep. Honestly, Bailey Banks, Brooklyn. Okay. Um, What was the other one that really, really... Fucking put it put a strain on me. I mean, for me,
0: modern was uh, Seamus Gunther at Battle of the, um, at Clash, Clash of the, of the Castle. Castle. Yeah, that, that one. one. I think anything Gunther's really done recently. Yeah,
1: and this match had me on the edge of my seat. I got exhausted watching this <laughs> match. Oh, the fucking tag match at Mania this year. No, oh. that one. Well, don't get me wrong. I was tired already because we were at a concert. But still, that match just... Whatever. Still, that match took so much out of me. Oh, I bet. But but this match... Edge of my seat. And it happened. (laughs) It happened. But starting at the beginning... um, Roman and Solo were dominating this match. Yeah. Dominating this match. Hold on. Before we even get to the start of the match, Sammy's entrance...
0: Oh, my God.
1: Dude, fucking chills.
0: Yeah. And again... I keep harping back to last week's episode if you haven't listened to last week's episode. This was huge in the world. In the world, this was huge. a
1: Syrian Muslim allowed into
0: the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, kingdom of yeah. Saudi Arabia. And the pop he got at the press conference mm-hmm. it was chilling. Yeah. And him and Kevin, they, they did the backstage bit with them. I think it was on Friday Night Smackdown. Where they had like them talking to each mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. and Kevin's like, "I, it's still amazing that we're here, yeah. mm-hmm. like that we're doing this here because f- four years ago this wasn't ha- that was during exactly. that was during earlier in the show. Okay, that's what it was. It yeah. was earlier in the show. Th- that wasn't happening four years ago. No, mm-hmm. and again, most people don't want to give WWE credit for this. I'm gonna give WWE their credit. I'm gonna give them give yeah, them their points. Before, yeah. I said it before. They have something to do with what's happened here in some way, shape, or form.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry. People with money are the people who kind of influence this world. No, you and never... when you've got people in the United States who are willing to influence that part of the world with money in an entertaining way. How many Hollywood, how many Hollywood studios go to the Middle East to actually film their movies? They don't. No. They don't. They, they have a desert scene. They film it in Arizona, New Mexico. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't go to the, they don't go to the Sahara. They don't go to places like that. They avoid places like that, okay? How many musicians realistically tour those parts of the world? They don't. They don't. Yeah. So their entertainment has to come in the form of somebody willing to take that chance.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Be willing to extend an olive branch to what what has become a vilified and I'm using air quotes here people because everyone's everyone's entitled to their own opinions about what happens in their world but everyone's taught differently in every different section of this world from the way my family was raised in germany and taught in germany to the way i'm raised and taught here to the way those people are taught and raised in their part of their world so they have the entertainment that's coming to them and someone's willing to extend that olive branch to bring that entertainment to them to show them hey we're not that we're not this evil empire that you think we are no. and Maybe you're not this evil empire that we think you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you have either of you watched um, Dark Side of the Ring? N- I've seen the first episode of
1: okay. uh, so the they, Benoit stuff. So, all
0: right. So they do want about um, a collision in North Korea because okay. WCW Talent went to North Korea wow. and did a wrestling match in North Korea.
2: Wow. How?
0: That's what I mean. This is, again, the extension of an olive branch. Eric Bischoff was the one who was kind of behind this. Muhammad Ali was there. It was all it was wow, huge. Yeah, so it's something you guys should definitely watch. but mm-hmm. this is this venture into the kingdom of Saudi Arabia is very similar to that venture of WCW going to North Korea. it's it's a completely different world. You don't know anything about that, place. You know, North Korea is very different from the kingdom of of the Middle East because I mean, we we've seen what's become of that country, but, we see that there is people who are changing the ways over th- over in the Middle East. In mm-hmm. evidence with the fact that a Syrian Muslim <laughs> was in the country performing in front of his his people. Not just the Saudi Arabians. Yeah. His people were there too. Sure. That's huge. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And his entrance was spectacular. Yes. Yeah. And the crowd singing his song. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's I- great to see. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> I could watch that entrance a hundred oh. times.
1: Yeah. And he was crying. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could see him tearing up on the ramp during that uh entrance. Um but no, the match, like you were saying, dominated by um Roman and Solo. Yep. Um which I mean you kind of expected. Um it you have the most dominant faction in the last ten years per se, um in the bloodline. Yeah. Absolutely running this match. And I mean, yes, you'll get your hot tag here and there, but then they take it back over. Yep. Then I'm skipping ahead a lot. And of course, (laughs) you can't have a fucking bloodline match without a ref bump. And what a ref bump. Can we talk about how the referees are probably drawing straws? Who has to (laughs) ref these matches? And take a spear or a super kick or a halluva kick.
0: Well, how about was it Brock when he got eliminated from the Royal Rumble? Oh yeah, and just, just absolutely <laughs> destroy that one ref on the outside of the ring. So who's it going to be? Everyone's like, not me. Oh
3: shit.
1: <laughs> a lot of times back in the day, it was Nate. It was little Nate Charles oh, Robinson.
0: Oh, all right. So that's back in the day for you. Back in the day for me was Earl Hebner.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Heb took a lot of Hebner too.
0: or Mike Kyoto? Those were the two. Yeah. <laughs> Always taking the bumps. And actually dishing them out too.
1: <laughs> I know. Fucking Heb dude. Yeah, he loved to dish it out. Um Oh the face to face with Heb and Triple H. Yeah, where he pushes
0: him and Jericho wins the title. Yeah. That was amazing. That was amazing. Um But no, ref Bump with the spear and he ate a hey, He that ate ref, that flush. He ate that spear. M- many kudos. Many, many Very kudos. Very many
1: kudos. And then uh out comes the uh the Usos, mm-hmm. the Swoosos, yep. we the ones. Yep. Um, they come out, they start laying out super kicks. Super kick, super kick, super kick. We one, thought the fucking one. young bucks did a lot of super kicks, super kicks, super kicks.
0: No one does more super kicks than the, than young, the young bucks. bucks.
1: <laughs> and Kenny. Uh, and Adam. <laughs> and anybody that's ever been in the bullet club, but never mind. Anybody
0: who's in the elite. No, because um Bala doesn't do super kicks.
1: Let me rephrase that. Anybody in County Omega's In
0: AEW's bullet club.
1: <laughs> Fair. Um anywho. Um gives a super kick to Kevin, gives a super kick to Sammy, tries to give another one to Sammy or to Kevin, yep. who's up and uh they and duck. then yep. he ducks out of the way and they super kick solo. Yep. yep. And Roman catches it. Pissed. Pissed. Sees them. Roman thought it was intentional because yep. he didn't see that Kevin or Sammy, I can't remember which one dodged out of the way. It was Kevin. <laughs> Because Kevin and Solo were the legal men at this time. Yeah. Um And he was pissed. And he comes in and he starts shoving.
0: Well, he gets in Jimmy's face before yeah. he even shoves him. He just gets and He's screaming at him. And you can already tell from this point, from weeks of build, Jimmy is sick of his shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Remember, Jimmy... Jimmy wouldn't hand the
1: titles back over at SmackDown. Yep. Jay had to take them out of Jimmy's hand to give them.
0: Yeah, we didn't even talk about SmackDown leading into it either with the fucking beatdown that they gave Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn yeah, at mm-hmm. the fucking KO show. Yeah. Um, But the one defining factor throughout the entirety of this bloodline has been Jimmy has given no quarter. He has not. He has acknowledged Roman Reigns, but he has not been forced to acknowledge Roman Reigns. He did not have to submit. He did not have to tap. He did not have to lose a match. He did not have to come in and save Roman in any kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. That was either Jay or Solo. Mm -hmm. Solo saved at Clash of the Castle. Jay had to receive the beating of his life twice and then had to quit once because his brother was being choked out by Roman in the guillotine, which Roman needs to bring that back. Yeah, I love the fucking guillotine. Um, so Jimmy has really given zero quarter to Roman Reigns.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Continue. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, Roman comes in, starts getting in both of their faces, pushes um, Jimmy Jimmy away, pff- hands fuck it. Of the face. <laughs> And then gets in Jay's face, starts yelling at him and starts pushing him and saying mm-hmm. it wasn't intentional. Well, I don't give a I don't give a damn. I told this, you not to be I here. I told you not yeah. to be here. This is my this is my match. This is my championship to win, pushes him away. Roman turns around and eats a fucking super kick from so Jimmy. Flush.
0: So flush,
1: And Jay's face was like What Why, did you, do you just do? Why you do this? And and Jimmy just says, It's you and me now. We don't need the. It's you and me now. We the one. They're not the ones. We the we're ones. Brothers. Yep. We're, we're brothers. We're
0: brothers. We don't need them. It's us. Forget about solo. I, I know he's our little brother,
1: but no. we're brothers. Yeah. We're <laughs> brothers. It's
0: us. It's you and me. It's how it's supposed to be. And then. And Roman's up on one knee.
1: And he hits him with another. He yep. knocks super him kick. out of the ring. And Jimmy and Jay just
0: dip. <laughs> Roman has gotten <laughs> between Seth Rollins Sami Zayn and now Jimmy Uso. Roman does not know how to pick friends. No, he doesn't.
3: <laughs> He's taking I'll two turns in the on back
0: him. and two super kicks to the face. <laughs> but hey, I cannot wait. Cause this bloodline storyline is still going to continue. Oh, it's, it's because there's a lot left gonna, to go. You're gonna get You're gonna get Jimmy versus Roman. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get Jimmy and Jay versus versus Roman Roman solo. Solo. Yep. You might get Solo versus Roman. Mm -hmm. You might get Solo versus Jay and Jimmy Jimmy, taking them out. And then you get the return of Jimmy and Jay. You might get Jimmy or Jay taking the titles off of Roman. You might get Solo taking the title off Roman. You might get Solo costing Roman the title. And now you get the feud to continue even without the belts.
3: A Remember lot we of ta- ways forward. Remember we
0: were talking about like some wrestlers don't need belts. It's great that Roman has the titles. He doesn't need them. But yeah. this storyline could actually still continue without those belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could still go on. Bloodline Civil War. Like, yeah. oh my God. Can you imagine if they get to like war games and Roman does like a one-on-three match against those guys? Damn. Damn. Like, he has nobody to back him. Like they do a War Games or something like that, and they kind of, like, mended the defenses, mm-hmm. and then the three of them turn their back and they leave him. They all exit the War Games cage at the same time and just walk away and leave him alone in a one-on-four situation against somebody. Against, like, Sammy Riddle. Sammy Owens, Kevin Riddle. And... And a, a Drew McIntyre. Let's just throw him in there. I don't know if he's still going to be around at that point, but just throw him in. Can you imagine that one-on-four situation?
2: Jesus. Damn.
0: Still wins. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, they find in, a way. He's in God
1: mode. But uh, no, what are we? What are we fucking saying? Sammy, Riddle, Owens, Cody. Oh. Ooh, that yeah. would be
0: fun. That would be fun. But I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna. I'm. I'm still confused about Cody. There's a lot going on. There's right. so yeah. much going on, and they've done such a great job of like weaving it and being able. Just think about it. I, a year ago, Sami Zayn was fighting Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania. Yeah, a year, just over a year ago, he was fighting Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania, and then just and he
1: just there. main evented a pay per view in Saudi, well, in, in Saudi Arabia, well, in Saudi Arabia, yeah. yes, pinning Solo to in turn defeat Roman Reigns yeah. on
0: his thousand day celebration. Yep.
1: Talk about <laughs> the. Most impeccable 13 months a wrestler could go through. Yeah, true. Almost 14 months. And think
0: about it. When AEW was just starting to pick up steam after the whole COVID stuff, people were talking about Sammy should leave WWE and go back as El Generico to AEW. I remember that. And Kevin leaving for Kevin Steen. Yes. Everybody was talking about it. Like, thank God it didn't happen. I was one of those people who didn't ever want... I, I don't... If there's three wrestlers I do not want to see currently leave WWE to go to AEW, it's Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Edge. Edge, I want him to retire in the WWE and stay retired in the WWE. I don't mm-hmm. want him to have a Cinderella run with another company. I think he's never been anywhere else. He's mm-hmm. only been WWE. Yeah. He had a big hiatus because of his injury. And as of right now, I think your two most important people in the WWE Kevin are Owens and Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Like... I don't see Brock Lesnar wrestling anywhere else. It's never going to happen. I don't see Rollins. I don't see Rollins fighting anywhere else. I don't see Roman fighting anywhere else. Those are just like I think those are staples. But like mm-hmm. people who they were talking about for a little while. I mean, Edge has a purpose. I mean, his best friend is in AEW, Christian Cage. Yeah. Sammy Sammy and uh Kevin have great relationships with everybody who's over there. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, Cesaro, um Daniel Bryan, like the Brian Danielson, I'm sorry. Um, they're all over there, but I, I firmly believe with the move of William Regal coming back to WWE, it's going to start changing some stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, speaking of, I know we've been here a long time already. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's so <laughs> worth it. Battleground.
0: Battleground was so <laughs> fucking good. I'm so mad you haven't watched it yet. At least I can go through it. Yeah. Oh my. The <laughs> Break triple. It down for a second. Dude, the triple threat between. Talk, all right, you want to talk about another guy who's had a second lease on his career? Fucking Wesley.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, when when the fucking rascals fell apart because um, Zachary Wentz um, left because of the the allegations stuff with uh, Kimberly. Yeah,
0: with his with the allegations against him. I was Everyone, like, it was like, oh, oh Wesley's
1: my- done. He's gonna become a singles jobber. This motherfucker is one of the best North American champions. No, no, no,
0: not one of the best. He is the best. He had the most title defenses in North American title history in NXT after winning it this weekend, and. I have not watched enough of Joe Gacy as a fucking wrestler. Oh, my God. For a big man, he's fucking incredible. He is so he's good. a big dude. He is so good. He is so... He is so good. And then... He's what they want The Fiend to be. Yes. He would be per... That's a problem, is he would be perfect in that stable... To do something with Bray Wyatt,
1: but he needs to be his but own he thing. He needs to
0: be his leader. He needs to be the leader of the stable. He is so good Why with is the schism. leader of the schism. Yeah, he's so good with the schism, and he moves so fluidly. He he's able to do those springboards. He's able to hit power moves. He doesn't do a lot of top rope stuff, but he doesn't need to do that because his offense and and let's not forget Tyler Bate. the Tyler, big strong Tyler boy. Bate. Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler I love fucking Tyler the big Bate, strong Bate too. Boy. Oh my god, he did a he did um he did a airplane spin and a.
1: And a a back body drop.
0: No. He had the guy on his shoulders. Yeah. And he did the swing. And did the Cesaro swing. So he did the airplane spin and the swing at the same time. Damn. Like, ridiculous. (laughs) Big strong boy. And we're not even getting (laughs) into the the meat and potatoes of this match because, holy shit, the finishing sequence, you have Joe Gacy on the top rope because Wesley just put him up there. And Tyler Bates on the outside. Wesley jumps pretty much over... Joe Gacy basically clears his shoulder, takes out Tyler Bate, comes back in the ring. Gacy hits him with two power moves. He pops up, hits a springboard, and hits his finisher and wins the match. Such such Jesus. a great ending sequence. And the match was seamless. Yeah. Like, and you could see where this match was going because Joe Gacy has been putting the seeds of dissension between... Um, Tyler Bate and Wesley. Wesley because they've been friends so he's planting those seeds of dissension and there were there was a couple of spots where they were fighting each other and then like Gacy would come in and like be able to take them both out and stuff like that um, but just fun just fun NXT again NXT is, NXT is really good at multi-man matches. Always always been good at multi-man matches
1: um I know um I know I'm skipping around here um The uh, NXT tag match between Gallus and uh, Diamond Mind, the Creed brothers. Yep. Um, That's just four big men just beating the fuck out of each other.
0: All right. I am not good with the two Creed brothers. I don't know. Brutus and Julius. Julius. Okay. So Julius. Again, we're skipping around because I believe the next match was the Noam Dar match. Yes. The Heritage Cup. Which with was Dragon League. so much fun. Heritage Cup is really weird if you don't understand the rules, the the, f- f- um, the five minute rounds and stuff like that. But it worked well with Noam Dar being the cheater to maintain his mm-hmm. her- his Heritage Cup championship. When Dra- you
1: when someone like Dragon Lee, uh, uh, more of a high flyer, Correct. kind of, and he needs the momentum from the matches exactly. and stuff like that. Can't go with the breaks in between. Oh
0: Dude, the Hurricane Rana he hit. Did you see this fucking thing?
1: No, I haven't seen it.
0: Dar is on the outside apron. Dragon Lee box jumps the top rope, catches Noam Dar, and Hurricane Ron is him off the apron.
2: Jesus.
0: Then he goes for the same spot again and Noam Dar catches him and just clean power bombs him right to the outside.
1: Oh fucking hell. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so vicious, such a good match. Um,
1: and I love Noam Dar. Yeah, I've been a big fan of him since 205 Live.
0: And um, he has Lash Legend in his corner now. Does he? Yes, yes. He has a, he has like a little stable. I don't remember the rest of the people. One of them was his corner man, and then there was Lash Legend, and then there was another female who came out and distracted the referee when Lash Legend hit Dragon Lee with um, the uh, spit bucket.
1: Okay, yeah. And
0: yeah. then um, Noam Dar hit him with the finisher, and then that was how he got the second of the two falls that he needed to win. Um but I love this Heritage Cup. I love I, I love the fact that um, again it it's fought in like a very different style. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: old it's old style British wrestling. Yes,
0: yes. Um, and I'm like I'm happy that they brought it back to NXT from the UK. Yeah. I, it was that was so much fun. It was one of my favorite things in NXT UK was the Heritage Cup. Um, then we get to hold on. I'm trying to remember the order off the top of my head, but I don't. Have was it. it the when did the um, Last Man Standing happen? Last Man Standing was after. Last Man Standing was after the NEC was after the the Heritage Cup. Maybe. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I should have had this shit together. I have too many marathon things on my phone right now.
2: I'm just straight chilling with y'all listening to this.
1: Sorry, I'm texting. I received a text message
0: that apparently Cars 4 is coming out of my birthday next year.
1: Really? I'm kind of
0: excited. (laughs) Okay, so the last man standing was next after the Heritage Cup, which was Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak.
1: That match was only 16 minutes long.
0: I can watch it before
1: I go to bed tonight. (laughs) You sure?
3: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Oh
0: my God. This match was just brutal.
1: Well, yeah, it's Ilya Dragunov versus Dominic Dijakovic.
0: No, that that doesn't even allow you to know how brutal this match was. Like, the Dijaks walking out to the ring. Now, you know Dijaks from Massachusetts, right? Yeah. Okay. His wife and kids were in the ring, and he turned to his wife and kids and says, you need to leave. You don't need to be here to watch this. In the ring or out? Like when he was walking down for his entrance. Damn. It was brutal. <laughs> there was a point in this match where Ilya was hung up in the corner and Dijak had a kendo stick and he was hitting him so hard that he broke the kendo stick. Shattered the the kendo stick that he then proceeded to go outside and get a chair Uh and start wailing on his back with a chair. What? Ilya hit a coast to coast with the stairs and not position the stairs to protect Jack. No, the flush part of the stairs against Dijack's face. Smack. This match was brutal.
3: This, I ma- need to go watch this match en- <laughs> this match this match
0: ended with the stairs being set up in the ring. Dijack's face on a chair and Ilya hitting him with an elbow drop off the stairs onto Dijack into the chair. Jeez. And Dijak's selling was amazing because he's on the ground and all it's twitching is his hand, like as if he had been totally knocked out. Just like twitch, like little twitches. Ilya got busted open in the fa- in his face within the first three minutes of this match. Lovely. Took a boot clean to right it. to the face, blood immediately. Ilya used himself as a bowling ball through a table to hit that die happens. jacks.
1: <laughs> that happens. That's Ilya. I know. It's just a fucking wrecking ball.
0: It's amazing though. It was brutality and... In a symphonic you way. You said
1: pain makes you feel alive. Yep. Well, I'll make you feel immortal.
0: Yes. And, <laughs> hey, he... Ilio was fucking immortal. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, NXT tag match was next. So, Gallus versus the, the Creed, Creed Brothers. Brothers. That was a quick match, but that's... but Slabs of beef. Julius is incredible. I want to get back to what I was saying before. Mm-hmm. He had a sequence where he hit eight belly-to-belly suplexes followed by kick-ups. So he'd Damn. hit a belly to belly and then kick up and then catch. catch so he'd hit mock coffee, kick up, get Wolfgang. Kick up, mock coffee. Kick up, Wolfgang. Kick up, mock coffee. Kick up, Wolfgang. Kick up, mock coffee. Kick, up, Mark Coffey, kick up, Wolfgang. I love that. That was during the hot tag sequence because at that point, um, Brutus had been kind of been beaten down at that point. Um, but. Even in the loss. First, I love the Gallus brothers being the... I, I love Gallus having the tag team championships. I think that's fucking incredible. They're, again, a- NXT UK. Yeah. They're, they're, they're so good. All the UK guys are just... So good. This is such a different level. But this match ended because of interference by... um, do, 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 do. Ava.
1: Yeah, because Ivy attacking Nile. Attacking Ivy Nile and yeah. putting her
0: into the ring post. And that distracted Julius and the referee, and then Julius ended up being hit by the finisher of Gallus mm-hmm. to end the match. And um, <laughs> yeah, that this sets up more schism versus the Creed brothers. Sets up Ivy Nile versus Ava. I like Ava. I like, love Ava Rain. I love her. She's she she's she... again. It, it, at least they didn't bring her in like Rocky Maya via. They did something different with yeah. Her. Well, that's kind of how they were going to start, and then she
1: was revealed as the last member of the schism, and yeah. it just blew everybody's fucking mind. And I yeah. was like,
0: "That's Rocky's daughter." <laughs> yes, and it works well. It, it works really so well. does. It works so well because for it's her.
1: it's exactly opposite of what you would expect from. Oh my god, it's the Rock's daughter.
0: Yes, and I like how she's not using anything to do with her family. Exactly. Like it's just it's her exactly, and she has a lot to learn.
1: She has she does not have the Johnson name attached yep. to her at all.
0: Nope, she doesn't have. Anything to do with Johnson, The raw Maya Villa, nothing. And she could go and be part of the bloodline. She could. Could be the easiest way for her to get to the top. Mm-hmm. She's not doing it that way. She's going through the ringer, and I love it. I really do. And she's not getting a lot of in-ring action, but she's getting those spots, yeah. which I like. Um, Next was the women's championship, Tiffany Stratt- Stratton versus um, Lyra Valkyrie. Um, This was a very fun match. Um,
1: Tiffany Stratton is incredible. She when, is. she when she came back, I was people gave her a lot of shit from her first stint in NXT because she wasn't the best, but then she game so polished. Yeah. And
0: this She took her she took her time at the at the performance center. Mm-hmm. She got a lot better. Um Does she hit the best moonsault in WWE right now? Is her moonsault better than EO Skies? Mm. It's close. It's close. It's real close. It's dude. really
1: close, but I mean
0: because she springboards that thing yeah. and she gets up there it might be the the transition might be the prettiest where she does the fireman's carry yeah the fireman's carry drop into the corner bop 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 and flip that might be way prettier than the way Eo does it because she does
1: EO kind of does that little jump kneel thing yes. stands up and then hits it yes
0: but EO's. Man, they're
1: tough. That's so tough. They 1-2. E- e- uh, yeah. 1A, oh, 1B. A-
0: a- <laughs> <laughs> um, right person got the belt. Yeah. Tiffany Stratton yep. is the right person. I would. I like Valkyria. I like her presence in the mm-hmm. ring. I like everything. But. Um, she got she, hurt. She was playing a knee injury coming into the match. And then there was a sequence where she. Almost a Shane McMahon sequence at fucking WrestleMania where she just did the. The jump over, and when yeah. she came down, she landed awkward on her knee and it buckled immediately. And good on Stratton. Again, this is her training, her learning. She stopped immediately. She just grabbed onto the ropes, like hooked the ropes, and just th- didn't go back after her. Let mm-hmm. the referee check on her, let the match kind of like restart, and let it go from there. But then, smart in ring IQ. Played Attacked for the, knee. the knee. Attacked the knee. Put the knee into the ring post. Put her in. Dude, that fucking bridge submission she put her in. Oh my god, she has everything that Charlotte Flair has, without the name. She can do everything Charlotte Flair can do, mm-hmm. from the high flying stuff mm-hmm. to she the, the submi- technical wrestling, the, the submissions that she used in this match. Top notch, top notch. I'm I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do with Tiffany Stratton. Very excited. And. And now that you kind of have that old guard kind
1: of finding their way out of NXT, I, Indy Hartwell, um, yep. Zoe Stark, you're getting these new up and comers yep. from the breakout tournament this past year, yep. Um, and the the new like PC classes because they're bringing in like athletes, sport, bring, yeah, they bring from the NCAA athletes, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. Um, and Tiffany Stratton, um, I believe played volleyball. I think so. Or um, gymnastics or something like that. I Believe so. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah a gymnast. Yeah, yeah. She was a prof- uh, she's a professional wrestler, a bodybuilder, and a gymnast.
1: Yeah, so that's where you can see her athleticism. Um, but
0: God, the the women's
1: division is fucking
0: stacked. It's always good. WWE has a good women's division. Yeah, top to bottom, they've always had a good women's division. They just they just got to make sure they're using the pieces in the right places. Yeah, you
1: know what I mean. And up next, the main event. Melo versus Breaker.
0: I'm not happy with the outcome of this match, but, I mean, Boston didn't need to win because Carmelo's from this area. And since Ilya lost and the Celtics lost, they had to give... (laughs) They had to give a win. Dijak lost? Dijak lost, I'm sorry, yes. Um, I was going to say, Ilya, I'm pretty sure is Russian. (laughs) Yes, he's Russian. Um, I texted you about bronze entrance. It's very Wolfpack. Wolfpack and Big Papa Pump. Yeah, and when Carmelo was making his entrance, Carmelo's from Framingham, when when Melo was making his entrance, Braun Bron Scott Steiner Breaker had his was just resting in the corner with this "I don't give a fuck" look on his face. He's like, "I'm going to destroy you tonight."
1: I will put this out there right now. I don't think there is a person in the fucking Industry who hits a better spear? That hits a better spear. Not, Not just
0: WWE. <laughs> the fucking industry. He he is on, Rhino levels, of, of hitting a spear. Yes, <laughs> he is on the gore. Like, it is the gore, and he it, fucking folds people. He folded him again in this match. I thought the match was over at that I, point. Uh, yes,
1: I when he of, hit when he speared this uh the post and then came out and absolutely folded. Them, I thought, yep, that's done. Breaker's champ again. I And I wanted Breaker to go Breaker, over. Breaker... Oh, fuck. I loved Breaker as champ.
0: I want him back as champ. But I want him as a heel champ. Yes. I think it would be so much fun as him as a heel champ because they tried to push Babyface so much with him. And this is where you're getting into them pumping noise. At the, at the performance center at... NXT where they f- do the filming and stuff yeah. like that They were putting plants They weren't pumping noise They were putting plants in there to stop booing Braun Breaker To get the fans to stop booing mm-hmm. Braun Breaker And it worked mm-hmm. It worked And now that's why you've seen them do it certain ways With certain wrestlers on the main roster mm-hmm. But it worked To see Braun Breaker on a heel championship run Would have been so much fun So much fun He is your next Brock Lesnar Yeah, He is your next Brock Lesnar he is the next guy who can just come up there and just torch people. That's when do they? Math. When
2: do they bring him up to main, or do they leave him in NXT? Oh, well, if you pl- want him to be become Brock, he's that's the
0: have... that's the issue you're gonna have right now. Is yeah. because if you had made him champion, you could have left him in NXT for another year. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could have given him another year. Thing and is, it, there's nothing left for him to do. There's in NXT. nothing exactly mm-hmm. after he just lost to Hayes. Like that was the only thing that was keeping him there.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, you want me to have a little fun right now? He beats Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. Whoa! At Money in the Bank. I like that a lot.
2: I like
1: he that
0: be- a lot. Did he
2: heal, and he becomes heal. He comes no, up. He's heel.
0: He's already healed. Oh. Okay. So he comes up to main roster on Monday Night Raw next week, two okay. weeks, whatever. And it's very similar to when Owens came up against Cena. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he immediately just spears the shit out of him. And then everywhere Rollins goes in the back, Braun Breaker just attacks him. To the point where 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 Seth Seth challenges Breaker. Goes to Adam Pearson and goes, I want that guy. Yeah. I want to teach him a lesson. He thinks he can come up from NXT and teach me a lesson. I'm going to teach him a lesson. Mm -hmm. And then he beats him in fucking 45 seconds. You get Goldberg, Lesnar vibes with... He hits him with a spear, he hits him with that press slam, and then he puts him in the fucking rack, and that's it. And Rollins has no answer. And then Rollins can go and leave, and he can do some of the Hollywood stuff that he's doing, which I haven't... That's a good way to keep Rollins' face. That's a really good way to keep Rollins' face. And then you have this heel, this dominant force that nobody is familiar with, and then you just let him go through people. You let him just have his way. Mm -hmm. Mustafa Ali, fold him in half, but just let him be a force yeah let him let him do steiner math let him be a force
3: no oh, that's a heel it's
0: not going to work or or i even have one better what no no he has to take the belt cuz i was going to say what if he just puts him in the in the recliner and then doesn't let go just hold him in the recliner the whole time <laughs> until the referee has to reverse the decision Has to, has to, you know, you have to do, that would be the way to introduce Breaker. To me, that's the way you introduce Breaker. You have to make him a force. You have to make him legit the moment he comes onto main roster. Yeah. And then maybe you get a healthy Gargano and you get a a healthy Champa and maybe you can build some feuds with them going after the World Heavyweight Championship. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. But man, you can't do anything else with Breaker in NXT right now.
1: There's nothing left for him to do can't go for the North American that's a step down that's a way
0: step down for him I mean unless he just wants to unless he wants to be this wolf that's hunting people unless he just has a blood feud against somebody but who's he gonna have a blood feud against who the
1: fuck is there for him nobody
0: he's Ilya no and Grayson Waller's already moved up he already had that blood feud with Grayson Waller he's not gonna have one with Ilya and there's no faces he's not gonna have Jack. he's not he Hayes has already beaten him twice he's beaten him twice now so he had write it down main roster Seth Rollins money in the bank he takes the belt that's how I would do it we'll jot that down real quick
1: but no I think that uh that rubs up everything I mean I'll I'll throw out the big notes from AEW
0: <laughs> yeah big notes is MJF still your champion
1: MJF is still champion he defeated the four pillars yep Um, Chris Statlander returned from an ACL injury over a year gone and beats Jade Cargill yep um, making her sixty and one uh, to become the new TBS championship. Yep. Uh, Tony Storm and Tony Storm is the uh, AW Women's champion. Yeah. Oh, and um, um turned on the Elite and joined BCC. Yep. And Moxley bled again. Shocker. <laughs> um, After getting fucking super kicked by an exploding Jordan, which was kind of sick. <laughs> um. But yeah. That pretty much wraps up this extended episode. Yes, this the, is this a is lot on lot of track info. of one of our fucking football episodes.
0: <laughs> yes, but there was
2: a lot of info to put into it, so. but there was
0: a lot to go over. Too. Yeah. There was a lot you know I mean? this past this, weekend. It's something where we actually this is almost on track with some of our earlier wrestling stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <We gotta laughs>
1: there's get a tiny to bit of sprinkle do, of other stuff to. in it. We
0: have to. That's so
1: much fun. We are going to get you watching Wrestling Weekly just so you can get back in. On the- yeah, you- well,
2: now that you've talked about this NXT, I'm going to have to go battlegrounds. I'm going to have to go watch it. Oh, Your NXT explanations so were good. just like so on point. I'm NXT picturing them in my so mind. Good. So.
1: I remember when 2.0 started, we were like, eh. Ugh. And now it's just fucking good. Because it's, it's not quite black and gold good, because, but it's because, getting there.
0: Because black and gold was run by... Hunter. Paul Avec. Yep. Then
1: 2.0, is run 2.0 by by was run by Vince.
0: Now it's being run by Shawn Michaels. WWE's creative officer is Paul Levesque. You're seeing the sprinkles of NXT old school in what WWE's doing right now mm-hmm. with the main building arcs that Vince has already laid out. Mm-hmm. Did Vince see the bloodline as long as he did? I don't know. Because you have to remember, the pandemic threw a big monkey wrench and in it's it. Also... And Roman... Roman is Vince's boy. Correct. He's been Vince's boy for a long time. But I
1: feel like the Usos and Solo are more of a...
0: Well, Usos are Vince's boys, too. Remember, they've won multiple championships with them.
1: Yeah, that's true. Solo. But Sol- Solo was a hunter was a, prospect. Was a H-
0: hunter prospect who was brought up really quickly. Yeah. Really quickly. Remember, he had to relinquish the North American title. That's why mm-hmm. Wesley has it.
1: Yeah. Because he got called up while still North American champion. Yes, he did. And then they had the, the ladder match. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I'm just telling you right now. If there's ever a pay-per-view on NXT, NXT with ladder with a it. ladder match, mm-hmm. fucking watch it. Okay. No matter if you don't watch anything else on the couch, watch the ladder match. Yeah, just, I just don't look
0: think... up NXT ladder and just watch everything. Just watch <laughs> everything. All the North the, American the title fir- ladder the matches, first, the first North American title ladder. The match.
1: fucking tag team title ladder matches, fucking uh Samojo versus Finn. Yes. That match was fucking nuts. Um yeah. NXT plus ladders equals fun yeah. and <laughs> chaos. Yes. Let's just think Killian Dane getting sent through a fucking ladder. <laughs> EC3.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot he was a fucking thing.
1: Yeah. I forgot he was like a legit threat. Yeah, in...
0: could, He's like NWA world champion right now.
1: Yes, he is. He
0: is. He's so much fun. I, I follow him pretty closely, so.
1: But now, uh, <laughs> quick tangent. <laughs> um, then we'll get out of here. Uh, remember when EC3 and Braun Strowman were gonna start their own promotion? They did. Cyn.
0: Yeah. Create your narrative. Yeah. That's how Braun. Um. That's how Braun got back into WWE. They. Yeah. Again, this is where I say wrestling is a sitcom mm-hmm. is because they basically had episodic things that they were building with Braun Strowman and EC3, and it re-caught the attention of Vince and Paul at the shape Braun had gotten himself in. I'm not saying Braun was out of shape. Braun's no. a big guy. Mm-hmm. But Braun when he got released to when Braun came back two different animals. Braun came back and the guy was yoked. <laughs> like he was already big and then he now had abs and defined traps and the guy was ridiculous and unfortunately I think he's out right now with a concussion right
1: I think so, so him and Ricochet have been a tag team and I think that uh, he got written off he, for... got,
0: he got put in a tag team because he made fun of high flyers and they ended up turning out to be a fantastic tag team I know speaking of tag teams I called it I fucking told you Alpha Academy now has Maxine Dupree yeah. as their fucking valet I fucking told you
1: yeah and I like it. I love a
0: lot. it. I fucking love it. And she's being chased by fucking uh, Valhalla. Yeah, she she got chased out out, out of ringside by and, Valhalla.
1: Oh, uh, okay. she's um, I don't know what it is about Otis and blondes. Jesus, <laughs> because <laughs> Otis had a thing for Mandy, and now Otis has a thing for Maxine, Maxine Dupree. Dupree.
0: I can't wait to see. The maximum male models go after Alpha Academy for this. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Goofy wrestling, you know what I mean? Um, Comedy wrestling. um, There's a place for it. That whole segment between Imperium and and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn last night was hilarious. (laughs) Hey, you're always talking. You're tall and stupid. (laughs) Why don't you ever say anything? Baldy, and then the fucking crowd starts chanting Baldy. Kevin Owens is an
1: absolute... Pleasure.
0: <laughs> I just want to fight. Let's just fight. Come on, can we just fight? Let's go to fight. We're gonna fight now, right? He just wants to fight. It's hilarious. And then my
1: favorite was him just eating probably five Snickers at the WrestleMania oh, at the post conference yes.
0: at the press conference at the end of the match. He's sitting there in eating, eating, eating Snickers.
1: Snickers, and then and then Triple
0: H comes out and he goes, "I guess I got none left."
1: <laughs> I'd love to have a Snickers, but I think Kevin Kevin had his fair share. Yeah, Kevin was hungry.
0: Oh man. But anyway, I think Raw, that, wa- Raw was fun last night. Yeah, we got new women's champions. Might as well touch yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, don't roll and your eyes. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> they're the perfect women to have the belts. I know. Because then they're just never going to drop them. Yes. And at least they'll get some, some time on TV, I think. I think with having them having the belts, they'll give them some time on TV. That's fair. And I mean, I w- selfishly, I wanted to see Shotzi and Roxanne win the... Tel- Raquel? The- Raquel, I mean, yeah. Shot, uh, Shotzi and Raquel win the belt. Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think Shotzi's going to win the women's money in the bank.
1: That'd be fun. So, my, when we were talking about who wins the women's money in the bank, my mind immediately went to EO.
0: E- they still need to pay off EO they and Bailey. They need to pay off EO and Bailey. And I think first. the only way they pay off EO and Bailey, and this is why EO won't win the money in the bank. Cause cause they Bailey have a costs Sir, They have a one-on-one match. At Money in the Bank? No. As a qualifier.
3: Oh. Um, Adam Pierce
0: sets that up as a qualifying match.
1: EO wins Damn. it. EO wins And then Bailey runs in and costs EO. Yes,
0: to try to help EO, but actually co- costs
1: yeah. EO. And then that builds, builds to SummerSlam. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's your payoff.
0: You can write that one down, too, if you'd like. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm good at this. Um, yeah, he is. All. Just gonna write it down.
2: <laughs> Wait, so what was it again? So
0: EO, EO versus Bailey,
1: Bailey in qualifier for Money in the Bank. EO wins. Bailey costs. Bailey cost EO Money in the Bank. Cause, title. You, 'Cause you want to break up damage control. Yeah. That's
0: been the that's been the narrative. Now
1: that Dakota's out, there's there's no reason to con- continue Correct. damage control.
0: Well I feel like you could have continued damage control with Eo being jumped by both Bailey and Dakota. Mm-hmm. But now with this ability to have these qualifying matches for the money in the bank, I feel like you can have Adam Pierce being vindictive towards mm-hmm. Bailey and being like, you know what? You want to qualify for money in the bank? That's fine. You have to face EO. EO. Yeah. Um, and you see like Eos face light up and you look at Bailey and she's like oh shit um, cuz you know she's going to try to talk to her in the ring she's going to be like EO, come on just lay down for me let me Yeah the-
1: um it might just be me being a little bit biased but when Dakota comes back you, I want her not I want Team Kick
0: I want it you're right cuz i think they would be good foils i mean this is all this, is, this a is a long, long way time out because you're talking about... Good foils eight, to
1: Shayna and Ronda.
0: 100%. 100%. And I feel like you have good tag teams. And I don't want to... You p- have an incredible tag team that just got called up. I, well, two incredible tag teams. That's true. You have
1: Caden and Katana. Yep. And then you have... The tag team champions. The tag witches. Teams, yeah.
0: So and you have two incredible tag teams. I feel like nothing against um Liv Morgan and Raquel. I almost feel like Shotzi and Raquel work better. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, Liv, in my opinion, is, is much better she's a single. Mm-hmm.
0: I think she's a better single star. So I feel like... So you have... Right now you have those three tag teams. Mm-hmm. You could throw in... Oh, wait. No, she's already won it. I was going to say fucking
1: have Liv win Money in the Bank, but that was last year. Yeah, that was last year.
0: <laughs> you, um, you have The Way with Indy Hartwell and Candace LeRae. Yeah. You could build a tag team with that. So that gives you four tag teams plus your champions, plus... Team Kick coming back. That's six tag teams. You have a division. Mm-hmm. You have a good division at that point with no no real jobbers in the division. You have a competitive division, mm-hmm. and then you can introduce other teams as you go along. Like you could continue to have, um, Sonya and Chelsea. Yeah, Sonya and Chelsea works great together. When Mandy, um, not when Mandy Rose, um, Carmella comes back, you know she could be single, she could be tag team. Mm-hmm. When, um, I know
1: this is this is really going down the line, but if if your plan is to have Str- uh, Stratton have a short reign or even extended reign because Carmella's going to be out for a while pregnant. Yeah. I can I can 100% picture Tiffany Stratton and Carmella as a tag team.
0: I could 100% pr- picture Tiffany Stratton and Charlotte as a tag team and then Charlotte turning on Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Or Tiffany turning on Charlotte. However you want to work it. Fucking, yeah. if you want to keep them together, uh, Trish and Zoe. Yeah, I, I'll lead in. Leader and Becky. Becky, you have good good women to create tag the tag division out of. But then mm-hmm. you're gonna you're really gonna siphon the singles division. Is what's gonna exactly. happen? I exactly, mean, yeah. that's what's gonna happen. So we have to be careful with what we're wishing for here. But if you can get six solid solid tag teams, I think you can have a really good division. And then you can try to keep them as tag wrestlers, where you just mm-hmm. have the rest be single stars. Yeah. Like you have Oscar, um, Rhea, Bianca, um, Natalia. I don't know what Tamina's doing lately. Um fucking Piper. Piper. Mm-hmm. Get her a little bit more involved. I was gonna say Alexa, but she She's out. She's out. She's yeah. gonna be out for a little while with her pregnancy as well. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Along with um uh the Spanish Conte, the
1: Spanish uh, um, Guevara. Yeah uh, Sammy Guevara's yep. uh wife. Congrats to her. Um it seems to be the season for it. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I think we've drawn on enough. You think so? <laughs> I think it's time to it's wrap this a up. a lot of bases. <laughs> okay. Unlike More Oakley. bases than Oakland.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they always find a way to come back. Always find a way back
1: to Oakland, that, except all, they coming,
0: don't know how to come back all in games. That's a full circle.
3: <laughs> oh, 11 shit. and 45. Yep. Yikes.
0: Yikes. Well, um, thank you as always for tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to reach out to us. You can hit us up on our personals on Instagram. You can hit us up on the uh, Double Night Network on Instagram or Twitter. Um, we are always looking for either suggestions. If people want to join us, we're always open to anything. Um, we're always looking for fun new uh, um, outlets as far as yeah. what the episodes can go, mm-hmm. thing, ideas you guys might have. And I'll just throw this little nugget out there. I've got some wheels turning
1: in my head. About some upgrades and things coming
0: in the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm always excited, though. You know what I mean. So I'm a
1: maniac. Some some new some new things coming to uh, the Double Loink Network soon.
0: <laughs> um, I am selfishly plugging my own thing. Mm-hmm. I did run. My 100K this past this weekend. This motherfucker crushed it. I had a, I had a very good time with it. Very um, good, please. Uh, I, uh, this motherfucker came in don't, third I was going to say, place. don't be humble. I, I finished behind my buddy Adam. He finished in second. I finished in third. Um, We did have the pipe dream of finishing anywhere between 10 and 11 hours. Um, He finished at 11.57. I finished at 12 hours and 39 seconds. Um, So we, we did miss our quote-unquote A goal, mm-hmm. but there's nothing to hang our heads about because it was an amazing time out there it was a suffer fest <laughs> at, at its pinnacle Suck fest yeah yeah big time especially lap three uh, it was a four lap race um but i will do it again i'm so looking forward to it i'm already looking up other marathons i'm going to run this year um i do have my 100 miler already all set up in december mm-hmm. um i am going down for the last man standing in september in north carolina um but yeah uh, anybody who did reach out to me i want to thank you i appreciate you guys reaching out to me checking in on how the race went um if you're in any other parts of the country and you need someone to run with you know you, I, willing. i'm willing to go out there all you gotta do is feed me and give me a roof over my head. actually i just need a cot sleep in, to be honest with you so as just long give as i'm a driveway just, or something. just give me a driveway <laughs> i'll be good to go
1: a driveway and a, a it's meal. a food
0: yeah exactly and not after the race i for whatever reason i can't eat after races but during the race and before the race, feed me. I'm like, uh. You're like Ryback. Ryback, feed me more. <laughs> but, uh, thank you as always, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, but this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I have been Dave.
2: I have been Josh. I have been Michaela.
0: And we have two words for you: Dunks out. Dunks out. Dunks out.